everyone, welcome to a new episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, where we are doing something a little different, which we are calling Side Quest. The reason we're calling them Side Quest is because it's not quite the main reason for our podcast, but like Side Quest in video games, you can make this is a little bit more fun and exciting and something different. So this is something new for us, and we would love to hear your feedback from this. But I am your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. With me, our experienced gamer, Keith. Hello. And with us, of course, is our wonderful noob, Liz. Hey, guys. And this episode will also sound a little different, because if you listen to our last episode, you will know we are, for once, all in the same room. So this might sound a little bit different. It might be a little bit better. I don't know. from my couch. (laughs) (laughs) From Keith's wonderful couch and his wonderful cat, here with us as well, somewhere here. But, uh, so this episode, we thought we would do uh, a little bit of an introduction with us, since we've now been doing this for over 20 episodes, and we're like, you know what, we still haven't really given, like, a good bio of us. So, we thought we'd do this first episode as kind of an introduction to us. So, starting off, I figured the first thing we can answer is kind of how we got our titles, and start off with kind of our track records with video games. So, the first question I had for everyone is, what is your track record with video games? What console did you start with, and how did you end up at the Xbox? So, I'll go first. I first started playing video games uh, when I was very young. I first played with the, the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. And I went from Super Nintendo to the Sega Genesis, to the Nintendo 64, to the Dreamcast, to the PlayStation 2. The Then I went from that, I went from the Xbox... And the Xbox 360, and then the Xbox One. And of course, throughout that, I was always doing PC as well. So I've been playing video games my whole life, and I've always loved them. For me, one of my favorite consoles I have such fond memories with was my Sega Genesis. I enjoyed my Nintendo consoles, but I just remember I had so many games on the Sega Genesis, and I absolutely loved the Sonic games. I loved playing Vector Man, Gunstar Heroes. Those were always like some of my favorite games because they were a two-player console, and me and my brother would always play those games. So, I have a long history with video games, and I love them all. Well, I guess I will kick off next. So, I, I guess I'm more or less the same as Andrew. Um, I followed a lot of your track record. Obviously, I started way back on NES. Whether it was playing Tetris or Dr. Mario, if anybody out there still knows that, that was always a good one. But I also went through the Sega Genesis. I took a stop off at the Sega Saturn, I believe, first disc system. Yeah. No, Sega CD, actually. Oh, but, yeah, that's true. Eh, nobody really counts And then there that. was, like, the Mega Drive, too, I guess. Yeah, but eh, nobody really cares about that. But Sega Saturn, a little Daytona action, if you recall. <laughs> uh, that was a game that we did. Game over, yeah! Game over, yeah! I always loved that. That was classic. I did always love that. Um, but, yeah, then moving on, I went the path of Sony. Uh, probably a, a dreaded enemy in this podcast here. <laughs> But that was where I think I really truly fell in love with video games. I and my brother would spend hours and hours and hours playing Twisted Metal 2 on that system. And my goodness, the just the few times I got to beat him, always, always amazing. Um, but no, I, then I did t- pick up an N64 along the way, which my brother brought to boot camp and promptly got stolen. <laughs> Thank you very much, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> But clearly not resentful. No, no, not at all. I don't, I don't miss Super Smash Brothers in the least. Um, but no, I PS2 was really, I think, maybe my heart and soul because that was the first system I bought with my own two cents. I worked my butt off all summer and I bought that darn thing. 
Uh, didn't even have a memory card for the first six months. Yeah, <laughs> that was no fun. Uh, but then I moved on 360. That's where I came over to the light side, if you will. Uh, of course, Xbox One. And, well, I guess the X, if you want to call that. But same, same thing. Yeah. See, I think it was kind of nice. You were able to skip the Xbox because so me and Keith are like old high school friends. And I guess that was the nice thing is you always had a PlayStation 2 and we had the Xbox. Yeah. So we could always kind of like play each other's consoles. That was the best. Yeah. I just remember I'd bring over my PlayStation. You know, we'd hook one up, play yeah. that forever. When we got tired of that, hop over, play some Halo. Yeah. Do LAN parties of Halo. Oh, man, I do miss some LAN parties. Um. <laughs> but Liz. Come on, Liz. <laughs> now, wow us. <laughs> I, I guess I started out with similar to the NES. Um, I don't I definitely didn't have as many consoles as you guys did. We're the nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first game that I really remember playing was Duck Hunt, maybe, and then the played Mario and Bullet Dash. But I think I actually I don't think we owned that, but that's like the first console I remember like consistently playing with. I think we played with my cousins. I remember when we got the Nintendo sixty four, it was such a big deal. And I was sick when we got it, and I just had no interest whatsoever. And all, like, my siblings were fighting over who got to play first. And because I was sick and I wasn't arguing, my mom was like, Liz, you're playing first. And then I <laughs> fell in love with, um, with Mario on 64. That was such a good game. But usually with video games, it was anything that I could try to beat my brother with. So Mortal Kombat. Um, oh, Goldeneye. That's oh. it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Goldeneye and Mortal Kombat. All those. I also love Gauntlet Legends. And then we did have um, some PC games. I played a lot of Age of Empires. Um, we ended up in the Xbox 360. But any game that my brother played, I wanted to play. I, it just copied it with everything. What is it about older brothers that just make you want to beat them? I don't know. <laughs> They're the worst. But I would totally kind of cheat with, especially with Mortal Kombat. You know, you get him stuck against the wall and you're just like smashing that button. It would drive him insane. Or, because obviously I would screen snipe playing Goldeneye and he would be hiding in like the perfect spot with a sniper rifle and I would just look at his screen and he would get so infuriated. So I was annoying to play with. Oh yeah, that is the thing that ties us all together. Uh, we all have older brothers that we all try to beat. Classic. And I guess that's why we all ended up kind of getting into video games. So since we all ended up here in the Xbox One playing with Game Pass, I thought it would also be interesting to kind of figure out how did everyone get their names. I think out of all of us, Liz, you probably have the most interesting. Because <laughs> your name is clearly not Dean. Yes. So two loves of mine, the show Community and Come on Eileen. And there was an episode where the Dean, one of the funniest characters, is singing along to the, to the sound of Come on Eileen, but it's Come on I'm Dean. So that's my name. And I love it. <laughs> that is a classic episode. It is It is a great with your day because so many people think you're a guy. And then when you talk, everyone's like, oh, it's a girl. Oh, man. <laughs> so confused. But I got my name because back in sixth grade when AOL Messenger was a huge thing, you know, classic AIM. Oh, yeah. You know, you had to come up with a screen name. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know what to do with this. So at the time, I was really into Pokemon. So I really liked Moltres. And also at the time, I was also building models, which I also just finished a Corvette. So I also did like the Firebird car as well. So for me, I was like, eh, Firebird. So, and since I've had it since sixth grade, there's been numerous times I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I should update and change it. But I don't know. And it's always reminiscent of those AOL days. I'm Can't just get rid picturing of you with model cars. So cute. <laughs> he was adorable. <laughs> we don't know what happened, but he was. Yeah, I loved connects and doing models. <laughs> well... I guess my name really doesn't have any tie to anything, quite honestly. 
I just got an Xbox, or when I got my first Xbox, I, I sat there, and I guess I've always known I'm, I'm just not that good at video games, so I thought, what would be really funny if someone got killed by me and thought, insulting. You know, it, <laughs> this was back in the days where online gaming was really coming too and and you know it would, you're teabagging yeah. people in halo oh yeah and, well and everything everyone would be oh your mom 420 oh your mom killed you and i thought no that's lame i want something so unintimidating it is just embarrassing to die by me because it's especially embarrassing to die by me anyways <laughs> so i came up with little fluffy and i didn't have to do numbers which Contrary to Andrew, I did not want numbers in my name. So I was just pumped that I could get a name without numbers, nothing fancy. And I, I'm never giving up that name. Greatest name I've ever come up with. So, Well, back in AOL, AOL days, I'm pretty sure you always had to have numbers. You could never really do something simple. No, I didn't no, have numbers yeah. in my yeah, If you could come up with a unique name, it well, was always I was in sixth grade. I wasn't creative, okay? I didn't get creative points. Hey. Well, <laughs> you know, whatever. All I know is, like I said, no numbers unintimidating name I, I just thought it was a lot of fun and and i will never give that up except if i go to a second one of coco piff but that story remains for another day <laughs> <laughs> so since we have been playing numerous different games and we all clearly have very different tastes clearly both liz and keith really do not have the same taste <laughs> what what is your guys favorite game slash what's your favorite genre because i know for me it's a bit different for me, like my favorite genre, I absolutely love strategy games. I absolutely love real-time strategy games where you're building a base, like Age of Empires, StarCraft, World War, uh, Warcraft. I grew up on those games. I was obsessed with those games when I was a kid. So those that's my favorite genre. But my favorite game series, I would probably have to say Mass Effect. Love Mass Effect. That and Halo is a close second. That's interesting. I, I played the Mass Effect game, I think the first one, and I just I couldn't get into it. It was too much for me. I despite it probably being my hands-down worst genre, I think it's always going to be a first-person shooter for me. Um, I think that goes back to my Twisted Metal days, because I know it wasn't really a first-person shooter, but it kind of was. There's third. Twisted Metal? Oh, yeah. That's oh, my insane. goodness. But yeah, so I guess it was more of a third-person shooter, but it was a third-person shooter with cars, and I loved racing games. So I actually didn't put that down, but I love racing games. I always have... I don't know what it is. Just I think maybe it's because it goes back to Gran Turismo, and I just have a lot of nostalgia there. But otherwise, probably close second for me is going to be like RPG action adventure type of games, like the dungeon crawler. I guess sort of like Diablo is the one that really comes to mind, even though it's well, it's on console now. But it was that's one that is, is always a classic for me too. But what about you, Liz? I really like games that you can compete with your friends. The ones I mentioned earlier that I grew up with. I know Andrew hates playing Perfect Dark with my sister and I because we are so bad and he's so good that it just Green like... Man! <laughs> there's, there's no competition for him. So anything like that or, or co-op. But I also really like, and I mentioned this before, games like Stardew, Age of Empires, where you're, you're building stuff. and So I, I, I feel like it, that those are very different but I also love, uh, you got the Switch and you have the Super Mario Odyssey and it reminds me of the Mario from 64 and I was addicted to that game and I became addicted to the one from the Switch too. So I don't know, I think like anything that reminds me of the games from my childhood, I just absolutely love. Since so since we all have played a bunch of games, I also thought it would be really interesting to kind of talk. 
What is your favorite, your proudest gaming moment, and what is your current gamer score? Keith, why don't you start us off? So, man, there's so many things, I guess, I could think of over the years. I, I probably have more that I've forgotten than I can even remember at this point. So I think the biggest one for me, gotta stick out, has gotta be hitting Pirate Legend on Sea of Thieves. I know you're going to kill me over this because <laughs> I'm burnt out and I won't play it with you anymore. But man, there was it was just such a good feeling the day that I got to see that pirate legend icon pop up. I got to go down there and take myself down into the pirate hideout, buy all my gear, take all my screenshots. Man, it felt good. But I guess my, probably my only other one, and I think I've mentioned it before, and it's kind of silly, but... Probably the first time I ever hit a thousand gamer score on a game. Um, huh? just, I mean, this probably goes back maybe five, seven years, and it was Need for Speed Most Wanted. It was stupid easy. All you really had to do, no, all you literally had to do was beat the game, and you got a thousand gamer score. But I had played it on PlayStation originally, broke many a controllers over it, and never finished the game. So to finally go back, beat it on 360, get my first thousand gamer score, like it just felt so good. Speaking of gamer score, then, um, as of today, 55,648. Man, I hate that number. Just so odd and <laughs> weird. Just give me a whole number. But yeah, just, just under 56,000. So I'm uh, climbing there. It's, I think it's been the last probably two years where I've really made the biggest charge on that. Um, it's really hard for me. I, I did become a pirate legend, but I think that it's kind of lame. I was super proud when I started playing Sea of Thieves. And I killed my first batch of skeletons on my own. And I remember feeling so proud of myself. And especially because that game, I find it so difficult to move and look around. Well, not anymore. But when I first started playing it, I thought it was the most finicky and sensitive game. And I still think it kind of is for me. And that's the game that I kind of started playing video games again with. Um, Andrew kind of pushed me into into playing it because I'd watch him and Keith play. So that was really proud. The first batch of skeletons. And then... Obviously, before that, anytime I beat my brother. And when I beat Andrew someday at something, like, that's probably going to be my <laughs> very most proudest moment ever. That'll uh, be a while. <laughs> actually, then, if we're on that, I think it was only just a few months ago I beat Andrew on Gamer Score for the month. Oh, that my God. Nice you are not going to let that live down. Never. You keep bringing that up. It was one month. <laughs> it was a great month. And my Gamer Score is a lot lower. 5,000... 666. Which is impressive. You've, you've had this account for about number. a year, though. You've only had this account for about a year. That's that's pretty impressive. That's true. I don't like that it's 666, though. I really don't. I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> get out there and get more achievements. Yeah, I gotta change that. So, for me, uh, starting off, one of my proudest gaming moments is the Mile High Club achievement in Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I was like, where are you going with Mile High Club? <laughs> this is a rated PG podcast, Andrew. <laughs> Uh, that achievement, I remember I tried for like a week and I kept doing it over and over again. So that achievement was to beat the epilogue mission on the hardest difficulty in which it was a timed mission. You had less than a minute to clear a plane and rescue the president on the plane. And it is incredibly hard. If you look up YouTube videos of it, like whenever I look up YouTube videos of it, I'm like, I can't believe I did this achievement. It took me so long, but I remember how excited I was when I did that. It was the craziest thing to me. Yeah, that's one of my all-time favorite achievements that I got. Uh, the one I had for a while that I liked, but then I kind of lost it. I kept thousing all the Call of Duty games. It wasn't until about Call of Duty 5 
where like some of the achievements were specifically online and you had to be like master rank, which was going to take way too long. Both me and my brother were trying to do it and we were already put in like a hundred hours each and we're like, we're not even a quarter of the way there. So that one unfortunately ruined the streak. So that one kind of ruined it for me. And I still resent that game to this day, but I'm also very proud and like I beat Dark Souls 2. I almost beat Dark Souls 1. I always want to go back and finish it. But the Dark Souls series was always one of my favorites. Being able to beat that game was so good. <laughs> it always felt so good because anytime I try to have a friend play it, they're like, this game's so hard and terrible. I don't know why you play this. But I always loved the Dark Souls series. Oh my god, yeah. I bought one of the games and I thought, oh, that'll be cool. These games can't be that hard. You know, I see everything online. I didn't make it past the tutorial. Uh, it's... And it sits on my shelf to this day. <laughs> but those games are so good. My current gamer score right now is 252,905. I like that I finally made it a nice round number because the last game, a couple games ago, Outer Wilds first made me have a weird end number. I think it was at me like a six. So I was like, ah, I got to keep playing this game until I get a nice round number again. So luckily I was able to do that. Overachiever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess my other prouding gaming moment is the fact that I have a 15-year badge on my account. So I've been an Xbox Live member since day one. And I absolutely love that. I'm pretty sure that's actually longer than Major Nelson. I think he's actually all 14. I think so. So that is pretty amazing. It's not really a game moment, but another proud moment was standing in the freezing line to get an Xbox 360. That was a nice moment. My dad woke me up at 2 in the morning because I didn't think I'd be able to do it. And he was like, hey, you want to go wait out in the store? And I was like, yeah. And I waited out all night till 8 in the morning to get that 360. Man, remember the days when you have to wait out line to buy something? I know. <laughs> or any game. Like, I remember getting waiting in line for Halo. And you always get, like, really smelly crowd. And it's always miserable and cold. And it was like, this is the worst. Oh, I'll never forget when I bought my Wii. The, the Wii was the worst. No, oh, they were hard to find. Months and months on end. And yeah, I I sat out in line. I think I pulled up at about midnight. Uh, everyone was cool, though. They actually all waited until about 4 a.m. to start getting out of their car. Yeah. <laughs> and then we all lined up. But oh, gosh, I don't miss those days. But another thing, too, your story reminded me, Keith. Do you remember the days you said with your PlayStation that you didn't have a memory card? Remember the days where you had to keep your console on overnight because you didn't want to lose your data? I remember for you, you and your brother were playing Turok, Rage Wars, and you guys didn't have a memory card for your Nintendo 64. I, I think you remember. I mean, no, Nintendo 64, you didn't need it. They saved on the cartridges. Oh, you're right. You know, what you're thinking of is Gran Turismo. Oh, that's right. Gran Turismo, for any of those of you who don't know, if you've always been an Xbox person, they were the first to really bring out the endurance races in racing games, and man, they had some races that would take eight hours why anyone would sit and do that for eight hours was <laughs> obscene to me because you'd be like 42 laps ahead by the end of it. It was just dumb. But yeah, I, I used to sit there, put in an hour and a half, pause, come back. And yeah, my poor PlayStation, that thing used to just run and run for hours. And those consoles were built to last. Wait, so did you guys share your consoles with siblings or did you have your, your own? Because growing up, we always, there's four of us. And we would split one console, so it was always a battle over who would get to play, and for how long. You'd be like, okay, it's been an hour, it's my turn. And you'd, like, try to rush them off. Do you guys have to do that, or do you have your own? Yeah, no, we had a share. Oh, yeah, no, we shared as well. I think, think we're rich. <laughs> you guys have a lot more consoles than I did. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we definitely did, but it was, it was always a shared experience. Most of the time, I got to play with my brother, but... Many a times I used to just have to sit outside his room and hope he would let me come in and play with him and his friends. So how many of your siblings played video games? 
It was just me and my brother, really. Yeah, my, me and my older brother. My older sisters, like I said, when we had NES, they would play some Tetris, things like that. But they weren't really gamers. It was it was mostly me and my brother. I will say, we did convince my mom a couple times to play uh, Sonic with us back when we had a Sega Genesis, and those were hilarious because my mom would always physically jump anytime she would try to she would jump with the character. And those were some hilarious moments. But yeah, for the most part, it was just me and my brother. Oh yeah, my mom loved Tetris and Dr. Mario. Uh, oh, my sister actually still plays Dr. Mario. Oh yeah, that's how they, they just put it out on the, the phones now. Yeah. So. Oh, they did? Yeah. I feel like your mom would be amazing at video games. I think, what was it, like Wii Dance or something that I saw her doing? Oh, the, uh, place, the connection. Oh my God, just that sounds amazing. I didn't want to do it after her. I was like, she is going at it. Like, she was so good. I was like, I'm, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Well, I saw her, I saw her going ham at your wedding. Your mom can dance. Yeah. yeah. And so I she, just feel like she would be so good at video games. So she did, yeah, she did enjoy the just dance on the connect a little bit. That's, that's, that's awesome. true, I guess. But. She didn't, like, grow up, obviously, because the Kinect is a newer device, so we didn't grow up with that. But I think it's really kind of sad with how many games I've played over the decades that I'm still a noob. Because for me, I would play for, like, a couple years, and then I'd just go a long time without playing. And so for me, it's like, oh, I'm a noob, but I've been playing since I was a kid. And you guys must have really stuck with it. Yeah, let me tell you, I know exactly how you feel. Wait, no. No, I don't. (laughs) Because I haven't put games down. I have just been nerd my whole life. and I, So I guess this is where I'm the, the one who just can't figure it out. Because just like Andrew, I've been playing video games since I can honestly remember being old enough to hold a controller. And yet to this day, I still jump every time I come around a corner and have to try and shoot someone in a game. I don't know why. I just can't. I can't train it out of myself. So. I just can't figure it out. How do you do in haunted houses? I'm actually really good in haunted houses. Actually, wow. it's funny. well, see, because here's the funny thing about haunted houses: I'm very preemptive. I tend to walk sideways. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite ones. I I know this is a little bit of a tangent, but probably one of my favorite all-time haunted house stories was I was I was probably kind of trailing the pack, and I and I turned to the the. The corner we had just come around, and I see someone just casually peek around in their little zombie mask, and I looked and I pointed and I gave them the ah, <laughs> and it slowly turned <laughs> back. It's like gotcha. You won't scare me, noob. See, so I think that's kind of ironic because for me, I'm not a like Twitch shooter. Like I can generally focus, and like things jumping out on the games for me, like doesn't really startle me too much. So I think that's why I've always been like known as kind of a hardcore gamer. Like I can pick up any sort of multiplayer game and I can learn the mechanics really quick and just understand what to do and come up with strategies. I, I'm always a good problem solver. I think that's kind of why too I ended up getting in the medical field because I can generally look at something and be like, all right, it's not this, this, it's probably this, this. And I can generally just quickly pick up a game, no problem, and just kind of master it in no time. But for me, like I do worse in haunted houses. I freak out at haunted houses. <laughs> See, I get the instinct to, like, the fight or fight instinct. I I just, like, instantly want to put my fists up, like, if something comes at me. So, for me, it's just, like, I'm, like, I'm on edge in haunted houses, but I just, I'm not that scared, but I just really want to punch something. Come well, on, and skeleton. It's, and it's funny, because that's how you are with gaming. Anytime someone boards our boat, you're screaming and jumping, and you're like, I don't know what to do! And you're, like, you're, like running around and screaming. And then if you have the mic on, people feel bad, because they're freaking you out. <laughs> Well, if it's like a shooting game, though, I just spray bullets everywhere. <laughs> Usually at like the groin level. Oh yeah. But, like yeah, I just inst- instinctively shoot. 
Oh man, no, that reminds me. I will never, never forget the time, the first time I picked up a Call of Duty game on the Xbox, sitting on your couch, Andrew, going through that dang training mission. And Was I this don't know, Modern Warfare the first I think one? Modern Warfare yeah. one, yeah. And I don't know how many times I flashbang myself, <laughs> shot innocence, and just you and your brother sat there and just berated me over it, and I was so infuriated. <laughs> And to this day, you still do it to me. Who needs enemies when you got friends like this? Seriously. <laughs> so you can always count on your friends to make fun of you, and they can always catch your failures. Always, you always notice that when you're like, oh, yeah, whenever you do something good, your friends are never there to watch. But when you screw up, oh, no, your friends are always there to make fun of I you. I think it's the worst when everyone's just quiet. When you do something <laughs> real bad, you're just dead silent. Oh, no. What did you do? Since you guys kind of do well, well, Keith, as you do well with haunted houses, how do you do with scary games? See, I don't do you... play enough of them, I guess. Oh. But honestly, kind of the same thing. I just, I'm a bit of a skeptic, and I don't know if that's what it is, too. But, like, if I'm playing a scary game, I'm just like, all right, I'm waiting for the jump scares to happen. So, like, they don't really get to me. Did you play Outlast? I haven't. I did play Layers of Fear. And that, that was, was pretty good. That was good. But at the same time, I felt like I was kind of always just like waiting for it to happen. So when it did, I was just like, oh, okay. And it didn't really like, scare me that much. I don't know. I think Outlast was the only game that I thought was really scary. I think most scary games aren't scary, but yeah, that one I think you should play, Keith. I'll definitely have to check it out. That's on Game Pass, isn't and it? And stream it. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it was. I maybe. think this was the second. The second one was terrible. I didn't want to watch you yeah. play it. The first one was amazing. I have to look that up. I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. All I know is, I mean, for what it's worth, oddly enough, I think the only thing about scary games or anything like that, it's later. That's when I get scared. I don't uh, get scared at the time of, but I don't think that really plays into video games. So. so you just get scared when you just play first-person shooters and someone jumps around a corner. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, a cardboard cutout comes by. And <laughs> you flashbang it into your eyes. <laughs> very scary. <laughs> now that we've kind of explained a little bit, about ourselves. Is there who anything? We were. Yeah. Where, where, where are we going? Now that we explained ourselves as human beings, where do you guys want to be in a few years? <laughs> <laughs> no, but what are you guys looking forward to? Is there anything on Game Pass that you hope is coming? Is there any games that aren't on Game Pass that you guys are looking forward to? Is there a certain console or anything you're looking forward to? What are you looking forward to in the future? I mean, if I, if I'm gonna give an easy answer. 2019 brings us Borderlands 3. Yeah. And man, am I excited about that game. I have loved the Borderlands. I have loved the Borderlands series from day one. That game, I mean, I, like I said earlier, I love first person shooters, action, adventure, looting, grinding. Give it, a, give it to me all. And then they throw in comedy. It's great. So I'm pumped for Borderlands 3. I mean, obviously, new new systems, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll be excited for those, but it's at, right now, I think it's just so hard to get excited for something when we're at a really good time in games right now. I just think there's so much out there, and Game Pass just adds such a different level, so that's why I love that we do this podcast, I love that Game Pass exists, it's just, I feel like I've gotten so much more out of video games in these last six months than I have in, like, the last six years, I don't know. Yeah. What about you, Andrew? <laughs> for me... I'm really looking forward to what is known now as Project Scarlet, the new Xbox console. Because after the E3 and seeing the new Halo, I absolutely love the Halo series. And I cannot wait for that, for another Halo game. The last one was fun, but the story was awful. I absolutely loved the whole story of Halo. 
I've been actually reading some of the books. I've been reading the comics. I really enjoy the Halo, Halo series. I think they do a great job with the storytelling. So I'm really looking forward to the new Halo. When's that come out? That's not coming out until the Scarlet launches, which looks like holiday next year. Oh, okay, sir. So you gotta wait. Yeah. That, I mean, it's, it's crazy because like that feels right around the corner. But I know. I guess it hasn't because what the Xbox One has been out what now like five years? It's been actually six, seven. Man, it's I know. crazy. It still feels so new. It really like, does. Not. I, to me, I still try to call the Xbox One like next-gen console. And it's like, no, nah, it's, it's been around for quite a bit. It's, just, time it's now. just a gen console now. Yeah. That's, it wasn't at first. Yeah. But I guess for the near future, though, I'm really looking forward to Borderlands 3 as Keith as well. Because those games are so fun to play with your friends. And fortunately, I don't think it's coming to Game Pass. So I actually have to buy that one, fortunately. Ah, You've been spoiled with Game Pass, and now you all have to pay for it. I game? know, I know, but I'm probably gonna go all out on that. That might be a hundred dollar buy for me. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm probably looking to like maybe a collector's edition on it as well because it's it's a lot of fun. So I probably won't be talking to you for like a week. Probably. <laughs> I mean, Good unless luck. you get Borderlands, you can just hang out with us there. Yeah. I haven't played any I think you'd like You did a little bit once. Actually. Oh, I did? Yeah, but you weren't good at first person yet, so you may like it now, but you weren't at the time. I don't remember at all. I'll have, to, I'll have to look at a trailer of it and see if I remember. You just let me play it a little bit not too long ago. Anything else you're looking forward to? But as far as, like, games coming on Game Pass, uh, so I recently upgraded the Game Pass Ultimate Edition. I really want more real-time strategy games on the PC version. So they're slowly growing that Game Pass list on the PC, and so far, there's been some games on it that are really good, such as Slay the Spire. That game is fantastic. It's so good, I actually bought it on the Switch, and I've been playing it so much. You've been playing it nonstop. It is such a Every fun game. Every time I see you playing a video game and you aren't playing with Keith or Aaron, you're playing that game. It's a lot of fun. Oh, there was when he first got it, he was playing it between games. Yes. We'd be, we'd be sitting in an Apex lobby going, Andrew, you going to pick your character? Gonna pick- oh, I'm sorry, I'm on Slay the Spire. But I would love for it to come to the Xbox console, because I want achievements. I always love achievements, and I want more achievements. I, even though I've played that so many hours in that game, I, it's just, I would play it again some more. It's such a good game. How about you, Liz? I'm really looking forward to replaying some old games. I have this horrible habit, and it can be books, video games, whatever. I don't finish things. Like, I will... I could love a game so much and put hours and hours and hours, and I could be so close, like uh, Zelda for the Switch. I could I could have beaten that game like ages ago, and I just I don't have that much left, and I haven't done it, and now it's I just love it so much I don't want it to end, and I think there's a couple games I really want to do start to finish, and actually complete, and that's for Xbox games as well. For Game Pass though, it's hard. I, there's nothing I'm really looking for too much, but I keep telling myself that I need to play the Mortal Kombat, the newer the newest one on Game Pass, and I've been wanting to pick it. But it's a game that's kind of weird to talk about. I just, I think it's because I grew up with it. And actually, us talking about, like, games that we grew up with is making me want to play it more. So I think I'm actually going to uh, put some time into that. <laughs> Can I quit, do a quick interjection here now that I just thought of fighting games? Yeah. This is so random. Did either of you ever play the Clay Fighter games? Oh, my gosh. I played Clay I, Fighter in the arcade. I never... Oh, was it on, like, Saturn? No, it was a, it was a SNES game, I think. I remember playing it, and I just, for whatever reason, that game was probably making head. Yeah. What a fun game that was. It was, because it was, like, actually, like, Claymation, which was, like, such a different graphic style, and it was actually, like, Well, really and I think, cool. I, I think for me, too, like, my parents didn't really like me playing Mortal Kombat when I was a kid. I I grew up in a pretty, sh- well, we weren't strict, but a conservative household, I guess, so we didn't play a lot of that stuff. So getting to play, like, a fighting game, 
Clay Fighter was like one of the only ones I could play because it wasn't violent. Yeah, they were Clay. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh man, that game was fun. Anyways, was your side like that? Um, you weren't as bad, but you, your parents were. Uh, we, we we couldn't play anything that was M rated, basically. Yeah, but they were pretty okay with anything teen. Oh wow! As long as it wasn't like <laughs> excessive, they didn't really care for us to play Mortal Kombat. But I don't think me and my brother cared for that game much anyway. But no, for the most part, my parents. Parents were pretty lenient with when we came to games. My yeah, mom was like, whatever distracts them. Yeah. Horror Just movies, get I out don't of my care. Hair. Yeah. I don't want you. <laughs> well, I mean, there was what? Your brother? And There's your four of us. Oh, so, geez, I mean, yeah. she, whatever distracted us, well, she was you like, and your I don't sister care. Is twins. I mean, especially. Yeah. <laughs> that's like double. <laughs> my poor mom. <laughs> well, that's going to about do it for us for uh, this first episode of our side quest. Uh, we hope you guys got a little bit of understanding about who we are as people. Not just nameless voices behind you, a screen. But uh, we really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We absolutely love your feedback if you would like some more episodes like this. Because we were thinking about doing maybe later in the year a uh, game of the year, what our favorite games were, and what some of them, maybe some of our worst games were. But yeah, if you guys have any questions for us that you maybe want us to do an episode on, or possibly do yeah, a uh, AMA episode sometime, if a bunch of you send some questions in that you want us to answer. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. We'd love some feedback if you want to hear more of these episodes. Or if you just want us to shut up and just play video games, we can also do that. <laughs> you came here for the Game Pass, but instead you get this crap. <laughs> I did not sign up for this. But we do greatly appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you all so much for uh, being fans and sticking around with us, you know, as we still try to figure out this stuff out. But yeah. I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. Uh, I also have Twitter with the same handle as well. And I'm also on Mixer with the same username as well, where I stream some of the games. So come by, say hi. Uh, follow me, because if you have a good gamer score, because I always like competition. And But as always, as I've well established through this episode, I'm the gamer that can't figure it out, Keith. Uh, you can find me on Xbox at Lil Fluffy. Uh, and Twitter, my handle is KeithLynch121, where you can conveniently find a link to my mixer. And usually, if I'm streaming, I like to put it out there. Um, like Andrew said, follow me on Xbox if you want. I mean, just compare games, see what I'm playing. Maybe you can get a sneak peek at what we're playing some weeks ahead. Who knows? <laughs> um, and then, yeah. But how about you, Liz? I've been Liz the Noob, gamertag come on, I'm Dean, and you can contact me on Twitter at Liz the Noob. Noob is EW. Alrighty. So, this is our first episode of SideQuest. We really hope you guys enjoyed it. If not, please let us know. You can message us on Twitter at GPGBPod, or you can send us an email at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook at Game Pass Grab Bag, which we also have a poll there as well. I would love to hear from you guys. How long of episodes do you guys like? Do you like it when we keep it under 45 minutes? Or do you enjoy other long episodes where we rant a little bit and they go over 45 minutes? Once again, love your feedback. We love hearing from you guys. We hope you all have a great week, and we hope to see you again next week. Bye. Welcome back. Now you're here. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,